Newt, Newt, motherfuckers! Welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shape our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And we are, of course, looking at the one and only Pingu. Well, you say one and only, but I, I, I didn't realise that it was actually a second iteration of Pingu. There's been a couple, but it's all kind of... Because there's the, there's another weird series I remember coming out where he's it was like more structured. It's called like Pingu Goes to Town or some Pingu shit in the like city. That. that. There you go. Yeah, I it's, it's, a, like it's a it's a Japanese um, crossover. Okay, um, it's it's all computer animated and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, there's only one fucking Pingu, right? Yeah, he's and, annoying little cunt. Let's get that right yeah. up in front and center. He is an absolute asshole, and I love him for it. <laughs> he's, he's just an absolute wank. Like, look. Pingu is my fucking spirit animal. I'm just throwing that out there right now. Like he's hyperactive, noisy as fuck, always has the last word, super annoying. Like he is absolutely my spirit animal. Like I love the little dude to bits. He's amazing. Um, yeah, it, to me, it's it's all about those like original sort of five minute shorts which yeah. were packaged up in like i remember seeing these packaged up in all sorts of different ways i remember seeing it as a half hour show i saw them yeah. as five minute shorts all sorts of stuff but it's, it's essentially just all a collection of these sorts which ran seemingly for fucking ever like Ten i can years. remember watching this yeah i was gonna say i can remember watching it in like the mid 90s when i was like passably old enough to watch it like right up until my fucking early 20s like pingu was still on the fucking telly and I, i'd wager it's still on now probably somewhere if you look yeah so. probably I'm, I'm sure I, I mean there was one i watched earlier today um which is um, we'll, come, we'll come on to episodes and stuff later on but um it's the episode where um they're trying to look they're looking after the egg just before pingu's born yeah and the egg kicks the living fuck out of him um which is hilarious um but i remember seeing that on tv probably about a year ago yeah it it, it so, seems to just be constantly yeah on and the thing is it's one of those because it you know it, it's just you know you're you you are ever ready um, preschool show, isn't it? You don't have to worry about language. You don't have to worry. You know, there, there's some very relatable stories in there for small children as well, um, which we'll we'll come on to. But I mean, in terms of it, what was being on? So the first season aired. Uh, it first aired on my birthday in 1990. Um, oh, there you go. So yeah. So it was, um, no, not that's not the day I was born. I'm not that fucking young. Um, <laughs> you fucking <laughs> wish. I was going to say. <laughs> although I, I do uh, deal with people in work now who were born like in the year 2000. And later, which really fucking freaks me out. Um, but yeah, so it aired, uh, first aired March 7th, 1990. And the second season aired November 91. The third season, June 95. And then the fourth season in June 98. Um, and they, so they ran up until 2000. And then they had a bit of a break. And then you had these new seasons um, in 2004, 2003, 2006. And then there's Penguin in the City shit, which I think goes fucking those 2017, I think. I, I don't know. I just remember seeing some of it and it's just be fucking, like, "This, I mean, I've, I've this isn't through... as good. This blatantly not as good." So I didn't bother. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they've tried to. They, what they've tried to do, obviously, they've tried to take the, the sort of the spirit of the original and the character of the original, but transplant it into a more recognisable um, scenario for new viewers. Yeah, it just doesn't work though because the whole point of it is that it's a small community and it's remote and you know, everybody yes. knows everybody and all the rest. Of it. When you move, you transplant into a city, it doesn't work because all of a sudden, you know, cities aren't like that. You know, cities are inherently oh, the complete opposite of that. You know, you'll have mm. you know, you'll have very small communities inside massive communities inside a city, so you don't really get to know anybody, and nobody works on their doorstep. Everybody fucking commutes to work and all the rest of it, so it, it automatically doesn't work. 
no i think you're right there's definitely um like a small town feel to, mm. to pingo and there's also um probably more than any of the shows certainly that i can think of in recent memory that we've talked about on on smpd like there's a, a definite sort of element of this just being knockabout fun like yeah. there's there is absolutely no like tangible story arc for anybody it, it's a bunch of i mean it's it's shorts it's a bunch of skits strung together into a series each one sort of five minutes like they're all short films essentially yeah. so when you start to try and put this thing on it like all of a sudden he's a penguin in the city and stuff no 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 that doesn't work that's that's not what this is this is just pingu dicking around for five minutes and and the yeah. stories as you say quite relatable to younger children but they are as simple as this is the one where Pinger is born. This is the one where he goes fishing. This is the one where they have a snowball fight. This is yeah. the one where, you know, they play hide and seek. This is it's all of these things, um, and it's just much like a you know an early Looney Tunes or Disney short. It is just a case of this is what Pingu's going to do this week, and here's our story, and it will start and finish inside of five minutes. Yes, nobody's and next week it'll be something different. Yeah, nobody's going to learn anything. Pingu never evolves or grows. He's always a little arsehole. He never <laughs> learns his lesson. <laughs> Like and that that's essential for it to carry on being what it's being because every week Pingu has to be a little twat yeah. otherwise it doesn't work he always has to just get his moss off with somebody and newt at them and it look that is never not funny even rewatching yeah. it now I've like I've only I mean I watched a lot of Pingu uh, and I have watched a lot of Pingu over my life this is another one of those things that's never really gone away I think because it's always there um, I've only watched about an hour's worth prior to recording tonight and I've literally just come off the back of it and I've I, I've laughed at every single episode I've spent the last hour or so just laughing at Pingu fucking essentially swearing at people you know he's swearing when <laughs> yeah. he does that like yeah. in, in whatever weird made up penguin language they have that really it's aggressive newt newt is that what it is penguin it's, it's um there's a, an actual term for it. Um, it's, a, it's a grammar lot. Um, so it's an imitation language um, whereby you, you base it on something, but it's not a real language, so a bit like Klingon or Welsh. Okay. Um, I, I was, well, it's, it's funny you should say that, because to me, it's always sounded like a kind of Italian-Welsh hybrid. That's yeah. kind of what it sounds like to me. When when Ping, when Ping is doing that, when the mother is speaking, when other characters are speaking, yes, the father sounds like the... Whoever was putting on the sort of the deep Afrikaans voice in the Umbungo adverts. <laughs> yeah, I could I could hear that it's, now. Yeah, um, it's just because it, it's very it's it's very it's it and I I, I don't I don't know anybody who speaks with that sort of uh, accent or dialect, so I don't know how accurate it is. But certainly from the so the parodies and the satires you see of it, where it's very fast, they have that sort of you no know, question index at the end where words go up. Yeah, um, like you're asking a question, so they, they they get that right. It's very fast. It's very basic. So that's the thing that struck me straight away. It's like, hang on, they're in presumably the Arctic or the Antarctic, yeah. whichever one penguins are in. I don't know. Um, and you've got isn't a... it the Antarctic? I can't remember. I think you're right. I think, I think it is it's the Antarctic. I wouldn't swear by it, but yeah, I think it must be because you get penguins and they sort of in the southern tip of South America and sort of the bottom part of South Australia and stuff, don't you? Yeah. I think it's the Antarctic, but I wouldn't swear by that because I'm yeah. pretty thick when it comes to things like that. I'm pretty yeah. thick in general, to be fair, Ma listeners. But marine so, biology and stuff like that, not really my area, got to be honest. No. Um, but I think you're right. I think it is the Antarctic. Um, but yeah, so you're there, and then you know, you've got this you know, very deep-seated tribal chief as the father, which just makes me laugh. But, yeah, um, I mean, now, now I've just got the Umbongo song in my head. Though, <laughs> yeah. how you've, uh, right, okay, so um, apparently... Penguins are Arctic. 
Oh, well, we got that wrong, haven't we? Oh no, 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 no! Hang on. Penguins are not Arctic animals, oh. but rather hey, live got... at the South Pole or Antarctic. Yeah, or the, so or the what, Biscuit Isle. Well, basically, what? Yeah, one article says they are from the Arctic. One says they aren't. I'm going to go with the one that says they aren't because yeah. that's what we said. So, what is the internet for if not for confirming your biases? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so we're like a couple of minutes in and already we're off topic onto a bongo and penguin biscuits. Um, we, we should just do a show about like snack snacks. childhood next. Yeah, I mean, clearly Monster, Monster Munch. Munch. Yeah, easily the best. <laughs> Although I'll say that I, I introduced the kids to Monster Munch a couple of weeks ago um, and they wouldn't eat the, the beef one. They wouldn't eat the pickle onion one. They would only eat the fucking hot one. What? I know. Uh, you, uh, right, okay. Look, they're all nice, but Flaming Hot are clearly the worst Monster Munch. Yeah. Pickled onion, great. Beef, though, that's like, that's god-tier crisps. I was going to say, that's crisp for champions. <laughs> yeah, beef monster munch is the reason I was a fat child. Yeah, like, it's the reason I mean, I'm pick- a fat adult, let's be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've eaten beef monster munch today. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, pickled onion, I've come to appreciate in later life. Like, yeah. I didn't like them as a kid, no, just because I, I, I thought I didn't like pickled onions. Um, in fact, I still don't like pickled onions, but pickled onion monster munch tastes nothing like pickled onions. They taste like onion rings, which are another god-tier crisp. So yes. we are way, way, way off topic. <laughs> so before we go back in, on, is this going to be one of those? It seems um, like before we go back on to topic, I thought, did I imagine they they did some weird fucking flavors around about two thousand and they introduced a vanilla one as a, spe- yep, a special edition yep, one? Yep, yep, There was vanilla ice cream monster munch every Halloween. They used to do spooky spiders as well, which yeah. were smoky bacon ones. They yeah. there was a brief resurgence in them about two three years ago. Right, um, okay. definitely need to bring them back again. They're awesome, and they used to be way back when. Like when Monster Munch were actually like seemed like they were the size of your fist. They're probably no different than the size they are now. Uh, but when they first started, they were salt and vinegar as well. Yeah, that's what the blue monster was. Yeah. He was salt and vinegar Monster Munch because um, the blue one was salt and vinegar, the yellow one was pickled onion, and the pink one was roast beef. Yeah. But now the blue one is flaming hot instead. Yeah, don't know why. I mean, flaming hot fine, but they're not hot. So yeah, they're not hot, and they're not that interesting either. It's it's kind no. of a it's kind of a bland taste. It just tastes like sugar, is what Flaming Hot Monster Munch tastes like. They just taste like fucking sugar with like chili powder on or something. Um, you think I'd be on board with that, wouldn't you? I, look, there's nothing not to like. They're just easily the worst Monster Munch. So sort your kids out, Mark. Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> weird. Fucking hell. Um, right, where did we leave Pingu? Um, uh, the Antarctic. 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 With, with, with the Umbongo like, father. Father sounds like the guy from the Umbongo ones. Um, I, I think all the voices, correct me if I'm wrong, because you would have done the research, but it sounds to me like all the voices are probably the same person because they fucking sound like. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I did have the person's name. I can't remember it now. Yeah, because it, like, it clearly sounds he's just like kicking his voice up an octave when he needs to do a woman yes. or something like that. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, Carlo Bonomi. Bonomi, okay. There you go. So, well, that. I don't know, but he sounds like an Italian gentleman. Italian actor, um, best known for his work on uh, uh, the Mr. Linear and the animated series La Linea and Pingu. So, yeah. There you go. So, uh, I probably wasn't a million miles off when I said it sounded like Italian slash Welsh then, was I? Um, <laughs> that was definitely what I was picking up from it. But, I mean, it's clearly gibberish. Um, yeah. And there's something there's something really endearing about it, this kind of penguinese or whatever it is. It's like you couldn't imitate it if you tried. It, no. it, is, it is so unique. Yeah, and the thing is, if to if if you were a child listening to it, and you would, you know, because kids will play anything. If you were playing Pingu, you would make a series of you no know, clicks and knocks and and that would be fine. 
Yeah. But if you actually try and listen to it and try and recreate any of it and make any semblance of fucking sense okay. out of it. Outside of Newt Newt, I don't think you could imitate any of those sounds. No, unless... the only thing you did get is when, uh, in the episode where Pinga's born, um, and as babies do when they're born, immediately shits, which was fucking yes. hilarious. Yeah, uh, but, that, that but the, the the midwife or doctor or whatever it is, clears it all up and then gives the clearly soiled napkin, mm. tissue, toilet paper, whatever it is, to Pinga to go and flush. A, who gives a fucking toddler used toilet paper? Yeah. What sort yeah. of fucking you know, hillbilly society is this? Um, but in that, the doctor clearly uses the word poo-poo. Yeah, there's poo-poo and caca in that. As I say, I'm less than an hour away from watching these, so they're all pretty fresh. I've I've seen about the first 15. Um, I did watch quite a lot. Uh, they're all yeah. on Amazon Prime, by the way, listeners. Yeah, I'd say um, they're, um, they're on Prime. I watched... I, I, I texted you after I'd done three and said my brain had melted. And I think I'll probably watch another three after that as well. I, I could I could keep watching it all night. I mean, I'll just throw it there now. I've, I've, the only reason I'm only watching it like an hour before, normally I'm watching stuff way earlier than that. But we specifically decided uh, to go for Pingu uh, this week because it was one we felt we could do quite easily. I've had rather a hectic week, to say the least, besides like officially hitting middle age. Uh, my wife's been in hospital as well. So I've not had a lot of time to just sit down and watch stuff. So I didn't know if I'd actually get to watch any of of this before we recorded so it's been good that i've managed to watch an hour but yeah um i was just gonna say it now i'm gonna watch more <laughs> now i know they're on amazon prime like <laughs> well, i'll, I'll sit it, down I mean, and watch these things all fucking day I, I could not get bored of these i don't think the thing is as well i mean it's the sort of thing it, no they're five minutes you could know you say right okay well i'm just gonna take a shit or yeah. i'm just, I'm just waiting i'm, I'm, I'm waiting i'm waiting for the kettle to boil i know whatever it might be it's like oh check one of them on yeah i mean i i wish i'd watched more of it last week now because like i knew they were short as well but just wasn't in the mindset i was far too busy i was just like oh i'll i'll get to it when i get to it um i actually think it would have vastly improved my week last week if i'd watched more <laughs> pingu so i i just should have while i was kicking around because like, especially when you've got people in the hospital and particularly at the moment uh we're recording this not to put too much of a timestamp on these we're recording this still in the covid era so it's not like i could go to hospital so i'm just yeah. at home sat by the phone doing fuck all uh, answering like a million messages from people basically just like you're busy doing fuck all yeah um and i could have quite easily just thrown this on in the background and it would have made me laugh because literally every episode at least once i've laughed out loud generally because ping was being an arsehole and it's generally a company like newt newt makes me laugh every time yeah like especially when he's aggressive with it like there are a million different ways that he says newt newt as yes. well but when he's pissed off and he's just like, no, no, it's fucking yeah. hilarious. But am I, am I right in thinking as well that every time he says no, no, his his mouth makes that sort of microphone yeah, shape Yeah, he turns well. it like a trumpet. He, yeah. he's, he's, it's like a bugle almost comes out yeah. of his mouth. Um, yeah, and then, you know, occasionally he does it when he's happy as well. But like this, one of the episodes I watched is where he's, um, he's gone to work with his dad. Yeah. Like he's he's gone to work as the postman for the day. And like every house he gets to has a doorbell or a door knocker of some point. But no, no, Pingu's not going to ring the fucking doorbell. No, he's just going to stand outside the door and fucking scream noot noot until you come and answer because he's an absolute bell end. Like, he is he is the archetypal nightmare, like five year old little boy, isn't he? He's, well, I mean, I don't think he's the archetype of a five year old nightmare boy. He's just a boy. Of yeah. a very young age because they they're just so no, I mean I I speak from you know, having one and also having you know, friends with children the same age and, stuff. and boys just are they'll just fuck it now it's like oh hang on there's a postage stamp let's all pile on it yeah. let's go kick the fuck out of it <laughs> I mean yeah we um we went to a birthday party last year no year before last now because obviously last year was just kind of written off 
Um, and the girls were all sat and you know, doing fucking arts and crafts and playing games and shit. And the boys, boys are fucking wrestling on the bouncy castle and chucking each other off it. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's that's what that's what boys do. That's just how we got, go. It goes. Yeah, and Bing Pingu has that energy. Like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm not joking when I say he's my spirit animal. Like it's just it's well established by now that I'm far too immature for my age. Um, I, I see myself in the little dude. Like it's it's. He's just constantly like he's an early poster child for ADD, I think, as well, isn't he? Because he's constantly like he's doing one thing, and then he's like, "Oh, shiny over there, run over there!" Oh, do it. Yeah, like it's the complete. um, especially once once Pinger and uh, very Pinger's introduced very early on as well. But yeah. once Pinger gets involved, uh, my camera's all over the shop tonight. For those of you on video, sorry, we've had to mess around with it before recording as well. I'll just shift this. This is very boring for all of you on audio, but there you go. <laughs> and apologies um, to anybody doing video who's now seeing seasick. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but you did get a lovely shot of my man boobs. So lucky you. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, even uh, Pinga comes in quite early. But once she's That's in the second episode, yeah, yeah. And you have the, the sibling rivalry thing. Like any episodes that involve any sibling rivalry between the two of them, he is just an absolute just ball of energy. Like, because anytime she's getting any sort of attention from either appearance he's just like no 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 look at me look, look, at, me. look at me me me, me. fuck you me it's just, it's just hilarious yeah and i mean it's it's, it's quite interesting as well because you we were saying earlier like obviously the timeline no there is no timeline for it it's just no this is five minutes of pingu's life and he's doing whatever yeah the only thing that changes is that pinga changes yes yeah she does get older so she yeah. she gets older but pingu doesn't and the parents don't no, which is just fucking weird, but you know, but it, it obviously they need to because obviously as they go through, they can do more with a character if um, the older they are. If you have a baby for ten years, there's not so much unless you're the Simpsons or Family Guy. There's not really a lot you can do with that character. Yeah, yeah, you you have to kind of shift that on, but there's no, I don't think it's ever really questioned, and nor does it need to be as to what that time scale is. You know, this is yeah. this is very much as say it's its own kind of microcosm, and it's almost. It's that thing again of almost like Pingu's playing a role more than anything. Yeah. Like this week, Pingu's going to be the postman. This week, Pingu's going to go and... build an igloo or play hockey. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. So it's it's that. It doesn't really matter. Um, we we've talked about a, a lot of the narrative already, even though there isn't any, which which says quite a lot actually. I think about these characters because we've talked about each individual character. We've said there's no arc, but. You know, we've we've done twenty minutes more or less, aside from our brief detour into Monster Munch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've done twenty minutes more or less about just who these characters are, which which says something about them. Um, yeah. and, and I think they are all endearing because because it is these five minute snippets. Um, they have to be instantly recognisable. You know, this is very cartoony in more more ways than one, not just yeah. in the animation. Um, but also in the fact that these are, you know, very broad stroke characters. Like I said, Pingu is your archetypal little boy. Uh, Pinga is a baby. Dad is your like downtrodden, hardworking dad. The mother is a housewife. Hi. Yeah, you know, the, the the seal is basically Pingu's dog, isn't he? Yeah, you know, he's like his best friend or whatever. But he's basically his dog. You yeah. know, and then you have the older kids as well, who are always a little bit better than Pingu yeah. at things. And so there's there's all of these sort of archetypes that you recognise. So it's actually quite well constructed and it's basically I think it doesn't need to be as well put together as it is to achieve what it tries to achieve. Um, I think there is clearly a great deal of love and affection gone into this product more yeah. so than a lot of the stuff 
that we've talked about on the show. You know, this isn't yeah. trying to sell toys. This doesn't have some big grand overarching story. It doesn't have massively high production values, I don't think either. I mean, claymation's never cheap. Um, but it doesn't, you know, it's not shiny and glossy. But at the same time, there's no repeated frames of animation no. here. Every voice track sounds different. Every note newt is different, like I said, you know. So everybody involved has just put all the effort in required to make the absolute best product that they can make every yeah. week. Um, now, those later ones, I don't get that same feeling from. But certainly these early ones, like I said, they feel like short films. Yeah. You know, the, the amount of care that's gone into the character work, the voice, uh, and, and just the animation as well is is stunning i love claymation um yeah. it is a real passion of mine as much as i like animation um i can't draw for shit now i'm not great with modeling either but i'm better so i kind of feel like i can maybe get away with doing something in claymation so i kind of relate to it a little bit more um because it is essentially photography what's i mean so is animation but you know what i mean uh, i, I so, always feel i'd be quite good at doing horror in claymation because i could make a good blob there you go yeah we we could we can make a big blob of clay and just have it yeah. eat things yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, special effects are easy as well you just fucking set the clay on fire and shit like that so i i just i love the way claymation looks i love the way it moves i love the fact that it's there's something actually pingu you don't get this they do all look quite clean but sometimes with claymation you just really get kind of the stamp of an artist on it as well and yeah. as much as it can be slightly grubby you can see fingerprints you can see things that, and there's something just really warm and homely about that like it feels that, like some... I mean, if, you, if you think of like the think of pingu as an example where you've got the head let them you will get the head being slightly less no slightly less than perfect it's not quite perfectly round mm -hmm. just because of the way they mold it was if you do that on a computer it's like i know we get a sphere so you make a yes. you make a sphere and then you stick some eyes on it they stick a beak on it and it never changes no and, and it'll be the least, fact, yeah, yeah. It, it's slightly different and it'll be the fact that like just for probably a couple of seconds of film Pingu will have like 20 or 30 heads that they're going to have to swap out just to make a newt newt, yeah. you know, it, because one head's going to have to come off. Another one's going to have to go on with a beak in a slightly different place. That yeah. one's going to have to come off. Now the eyes have moved slightly. So, yeah. and each of those is slightly different. So there's a kind yeah. of kinetic energy, I think, to claymation yeah. and stop motion for that matter. Yeah. That, there was a really nice gag actually get, um, in yeah. the episode where um, Pingu's looking after the egg, where it, where it kicks the fuck out of it. He's dancing at one point. And he's jumping him down, and the head stays up, and the body comes down. Yeah. And I thought at first I thought it was a glitch, and they they'd fucked the animation, and then he grabs the head and pulls it back down, and sort of jiggles it back on a bit. Yeah. And you kind of get the impression that it fucked up, and then they went, "Yeah, that's funny. We'll do that. We'll use that." That's the thing. There's a lot of that in there. There's a there's a lot of just artistry. There's no other word for it. There's, there's you know these these guys that are putting this together, and and gals, I'm sure, but these people that are putting it together genuinely care about the product and are having fun with it and experimenting with it go as well and yeah if something goes wrong they're rolling with it you know it doesn't feel like this mass manufactured commercial product now it would become that of course because this pingu fucking everything his yes. little bastard face used to be everywhere um but you know to begin with it, it kind of feels like it's the kind of thing you'd see in the animation section of a short film festival to, to begin with you know well, the, the pilot actually did debut at the berlin international film festival oh they i i didn't know that but right that makes a lot of sense to me i mean well, having uh, i haven't made that up across i did read it somewhere <laughs> i mean it, it definitely feels like it would because it feels 
like it's a bunch of people going this is what we can accomplish please give us money yeah and that's that's kind of what it feels like like we yeah. want to do more of this so give us money because we're very good at it yeah um, okay I got, I got that slightly wrong it was originally the pilot aired in, in on swiss television in 1986 and was shown the following year at the berlin international film festival now i actually interesting i i didn't realize it was a, uh, a swiss co-production um i i assumed i having no not seen it since i was a kid until today um i always figured it was british because no it, it was always shown um just after uh, morph yeah so i always associated the two of them together and because i was young and stupid and didn't really give a fuck at the time i assumed it was you no know, it was just another thing by the same people um so when so when i came to Sergio, i was like hang on fucking swiss what um I... quite uh, quite interesting yeah, I knew it wasn't British. I don't know why. I've just always known it wasn't British. It seemed to have some sort of weird European energy to it. Yeah, if, it was, if that it makes was sense. Like it just didn't feel, yeah, didn't feel it, nasty enough to be British. I know that's oh, a horrible yeah. thing to say, but it just yeah. didn't feel. It was, uh, you know, it was um, it was a co-production with um, with between um, a British and Swiss company. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, the, the I think the overriding um, the overriding control was with, with the Swiss company, um, created by Otmar Gutmann. Um, so I mean, you had that, and then the the newer version, the Penguin in the City, that's a British Japanese co-production. So I'm I'm assuming that um, Gutman wasn't involved, and they've just sort of somebody bought it and gone right, make that. I mean, that's the thing. As I say, it did. It was was it may have been a labour of love to begin with. It definitely grew legs very quickly. Like I, I remember yeah. Penguin being on like all the fucking time, like all, and it like it went from uh, first of all, it was on like BBC Two. I remember. Yeah. Then it ended up on BBC One. So I, I was watching it over there. And then there was a period where it ended up on Nickelodeon as well. Yeah. And I was like, as previously discussed on the show, I watched a fucking lot of Nickelodeon. So there was just no escape in this thing. Yeah. And this is another one of those shows where, you know, like with those Nicktoons as well, there are episodes of this that I've seen fucking hundreds of times probably because they're just yeah. always on. So in rewatching these ones now, I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, this is the one with the where Pinger's born, you know, this is the one where yeah. he's fishing, and and that is the one I think I've probably seen the most, where he's fishing and the seal keeps pulling the rod out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so which that's again, the first, That's the first one the seal's in, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. And again, that feels like it should be a short film. Um, yeah. you, it's, it's almost something you could see Tom and Jerry doing where, you know, where, Definitely. where, where yeah. Tom's fishing and Jerry keeps... You, know, you can see that quite you know, transferring quite easily. Yeah, definitely. It's just got that kind of... Um, just that one one stroke gag energy to it like here's a gag that we're going to stretch out for five minutes and that's all this is it's yeah. it's a gag one gag that's all it is um and then there's other episodes yeah like the one with with pinga being born where it's it's almost more sitcom-y so like that seal yeah. one definitely feels like it's it's just a, a five minute skit whereas the one where pinga's being born it's got it, the comedy is coming from the situation there, you know, like Pingu nicks the nurse's hat and he's just dicking around with the nurse's hat because oh, why not? Because be he's to a be dick. Fair, he, he didn't nick it. The nurse dropped it on the dropped way. Dropped it, yeah. But then he he doesn't have to put it on his head it, and yeah. parade around and fuck around with it. Do you? But again, <laughs> he's he's a fucking child. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, but then you, you know you've got the things as well. Then like I mean, even though she's hatching from a fucking egg, the parents are kind of shielding Pingu from it because yeah. he's a young boy, so he shouldn't have to see this. Um, and possibly my favorite gag in the whole hour and a bit's worth that i watched uh the fall i know i think it's that episode yeah right at the start where she's hatching and the father sat on her and yeah. she just pecks him pecks in the arse yeah I, I thought it was fucking hilarious like yeah. that broke me for a bit that well the things i mean it, it's interesting what you said because there are there, there are some very definite definite sitcom elements to it i mean the, the previous episode to that which is where um pingu's watching the egg 
I will ping you something silly when you start dancing and it, it starts you know, walking around and all the rest of it. There's very much, um, it's done a lot in sort of teen sitcoms and things where, they, certainly in America, where they do that thing in you know, where they, they make them take like a, a crying baby doll for a weekend to yeah, show yeah. how bad it is to have kids when you're young and all the rest of it. Um, it's kind of like, has that sort of energy whereby he's looking after this fucking egg that just he can't control and he, he has no idea what to do with it. And it's just interfering with his real life. And it's yeah. got that sort of feel to it. And then there's one, um, a couple after Pinger's Born, whereby he gets very jealous of the fact that you know, the, the mother is, spe- is spending time with nurturing the baby. And again, that's something that you can almost see um, a, 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 a child-based sitcom, like a CBBC sitcom, or um, no, not not no, not sort of the, the early, sort of the tween sitcoms you used to get, but whereby you, know, the, the, you have got a kid who's trying to get the parents' attention, almost like the sort of thing Rugrats would have done. Yeah, now now that one again, yeah, you write that's definitely got sitcom energy to it, and that one specifically brought sitcoms to mind because there there is a gag in that where Penguin's trying to get her attention, um, where he picks up a pan and puts it on his head, then grabs a wooden spoon and yeah. he's just marching around the room banging the yeah. pan, which is something I vividly remember from a very similar Simpsons episode. Yes, where where Lisa arrives and Bart's wandering around the house just smashing his head ah, yeah, spoon. yeah 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 and that that came straight to mind because um i mean as, as i've mentioned before on the podcast i have a small zoo full of animals here and one of our cats is is particularly attention hungry if i'm talking to one of the others i swear that's what he does he will just run around the kitchen going meow 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 and it just reminds me of bart simpson banging the spoon in the pot and so as soon as i saw that with penguins yeah. like that but but straight away then I was like okay so which came first because I I think it probably was because this was very early nineties this is a very early run and that, I mean that was an early Simpsons as well but you're probably talking three or four years in st- so. yeah it was still a couple of seasons in so I whether they lifted it from Pingo or not I don't know whether it's just one Maybe. of those creative synergy things sometimes things just get out there in the zeitgeist and it you know that's that's how sometimes you get like a bunch of movies about killer sharks in the same year or a bunch of movies about clowns in the same year. Just things just get out there in the zeitgeist. But yeah, that's, that's it's, it. it just seems too similar to be a coincidence. It, it does. But I mean, on the back of that, there's a very real edge to it as well, whereby you do get that with kids. And this very well observed how kids do behave, especially young kids in that sort of situation. Mm. And I mean, we didn't see that because let's say we, fostered number two when he was four and a half so we haven't had to deal with that we didn't have that jealous phase we do get it occasionally from him um because he presents as younger than he is and all sorts of issues there but we do get that sometimes if we're talking to number one or we're talking to each other even and yeah it's like you're not you're not paying attention to me what's going on mm-hmm. but you know certainly with young kids when they, they when a, when a baby comes on they feel like they're being replaced yeah and it, there's the, no they play they play there are lots of things like that. And again, the thing with the birth where naturally curious and wants to know what's going on and is being shielded from it. And as soon as, soon as she's out of the egg, he wants to go and play with her yeah. and can't because she's too small and just shits everywhere, um, which I just wasn't expecting that. I've got to be honest. It's just like, it's not, I hadn't, I hadn't seen enough of her at that point to think, oh, it's that sort of cartoon where baby comes out everywhere. I mean, again, it's that kind of European energy, isn't it? Like that, you wouldn't get that if it was an entirely British product. Like we, yeah. we like our toilet humor, but we're not that graphic about it. Well, yeah, that's um, the British toilet humor is a lot, um, a lot less obvious and a lot no, it's a, it's a lot less blatant in your face, um, in a manner of speaking. Um, yeah, 
Well, yeah, European and even even American humor um, to an extent goes that way as well. It's very graphic. It's you know, it's got to be, you know, it, you, you know why you know, why show it when you can do it? No, or why te- why allude to it when you can just show it in all its fucking glory? Yeah, and, yeah, and, and exactly that's what so. this was. And no, it didn't add anything apart from the fact that it, you know, it made the doctor made the doctor give Pingu use use toilet paper to go and flush, and then they miss an obvious joke about it not coming off his slipper or the toilet not flushing or whatever they wanted to do. Because I mean, yeah, surely you back now. block the toilet is the is the yeah. gag there, isn't it? Surely, yeah, or yeah, you do something because, and even the way it's set up, where he approaches the toilet, he lifts the lid, throws it in, and again, it's all very well animated, it's all very well observed. But then he just turns around and walks off. And well, hang on, what's the point in all of that if you're not going to do something while you're in there? Yeah, because of the and as you said earlier, the amount of effort that has gone into what is probably what eight seconds. Yeah, but the amount was... of effort has gone into make every single frame of that eight seconds. Yeah, why do they not, do? They why do, do not pay off. It. Yeah, I mean, besides the fact, okay, this is really splitting his. But besides the fact, all I could think then is why the penguins have toilets. But Same then I mean, they have footballs and they. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean that's the thing. You can, but for some reason, the very specific fact that they had a toilet, just. But it's not um, the first time we've seen the toilet either. No, 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 I know. But it, it was just like, why have they got toilets? Like I was, I was perfectly fine. We're suspending disbelief for like dining tables and chairs and Eating fucking plates and dad's dad's a postman. Yeah, all are perfectly fine with all of that. They go fishing with fishing rods, like fine with all that. Why have they got toilets? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a bizarre one. Um, but I mean, I, I and, how, and how do you plumb a fucking igloo? Well, exactly. Surely the pipes would freeze every two fucking well, minutes. Exactly. You know, the, amount, the amount of lagging you need would be ridiculous. Exactly, and you can't have a boiler because you'd melt the house. Yeah. So. Plus, you wouldn't have any gas, probably. So well, I, like, I don't know. There may be some some really, you know, some untapped resources down there. Maybe, but send, yeah, send the Americans, and they'll find it and fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that to me, that was the one where I was like, why have they got a toilet? Yeah, now, I don't the, know fir- why. the first episode, I've got to be honest, I I watched it and um, I just I, I put it on. I, I remembered specific bits of Pingu, but I didn't remember a lot of it. And I put the first one on, and you get the the first thing you get is at the dinner table, where. He just fucking deep throats a fish for a start. And he's literally there. Uh, 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 and then the fish comes out with all, all the fucking flesh off it. Yeah. So you get that. And then he leaves the table to go and get his toy out. And the father calls him back. And, and no, it's, he has a plate full of fucking spinach. So the father starts feeding him off his own plate, which does his fucking dodge there somewhere. I've got to try that. You've got to eat your greens. Yeah, eat your greens. Eat your greens. <laughs> Mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, you do that. But then, so Pingu, sw- you see him swallow. Then he runs to the bathroom and throws it all back up throws again. Now, up. what the fuck are they saying about now? What? Why is that something you want to be teaching kids who are probably three or four at this point? There's a mean, good idea to go throw up your vegetables. I mean, it's the '90s. We weren't, you know. We, and look, we we say a lot on this show. You know, these days you definitely wouldn't do that because there would there'd be all sorts of triggers for eating disorders um, because well, he, of that. He, even if you even if you don't think you're in terms of eating disorders, but in terms of behaviour, it's all right, kids. You can get away with them with, with not having your vegetables. Just stick them in your mouth and go fucking throw them up later. I mean, that's that's classic though, isn't it? Kids dodging <laughs> vegetables. That's like, you know, but that's every... not the way you do it. No, it's not. But that, you that's feed a it classic to the dog. Gag, and it feed or... it to the dog, yeah, or, or fucking chuck it out the window when they're not looking or whatever. But it's just a, it's a variation on that theme, isn't it? I, I was I was more concerned, as I say, with the fact that these days that would be a definite trigger for eating disorder. There's no yeah. way. No way that, to show that now. That that would happen. Um, so again, that's one of those things that you know we're not saying that's right or wrong. We're just saying that's a clear timestamp. Oh yeah, of when this was made, you know. 
Um, and you're it, right, it, it is very much that thing of you know trying to avoid eating your vegetables. I get that, but yeah, it just struck me as really odd that that was the, that's the first gag you get. Really, is he goes and throws up? No, no pun intended there, but that's the first gag you get where he goes and throws up his his vegetables. How yeah. he deep throws in the fish, which I was just really fucking disturbed with. I mean, some of the animation in general is how can I say this? Um, borderline pornographic, I suppose, yeah. is the only. It's it's not. It's not deep. I, I was going to go with suggestive, but it's not suggestive. <laughs> no, not at all. It's it's borderline. But it, it, like there's um, especially like the seal has a very specific movement when he's happy where he kind of flips his tail underneath and then yeah. back out. And he just he looks like he's thrusting the it, it just looks like he's dry humping air, basically. Yeah. Like there's no it's clearly a sex animation like somebody in that team somewhere has made a claymation porno and this is just like i know how to do this we'll use this for the seal uh yeah. because it'll it's... be funny and kids kids won't know what it is anyway it'll be funny but the seal is definitely fucking mid-air like there's no no two ways about it like definitely yeah it's I, and then they, you know it's i know this is a thing penguins do but there's a lot of like rolling over and sticking your ass in the air and things like that yeah. as well and yeah Saying that, I mean, there, there was something I did find really interesting and quite funny about the uh, the animation. It was a gag they made in the second or third episode, again, where they're, they're trying to incubate the egg. And you always get the thing about, you know, dinner suits, penguin suits, all the rest of it. And the mother actually sort of hitches up the back like it's a jacket. Yeah. They sit down. And again, there's some stuff like that which is really clever and really well thought out. There's some really And then there's a seal good... fucking itself, you know. It's... Yeah. No, there is some really good business in there, as as, um, as Walt Disney would have would have termed it, talking about things like silly symphonies. These these just these little skits of like cartoonish behaviour. Like, of course, a penguin can't treat its tail like a like yeah. a suit, but there's enough believability in that because we make the connection that it's yeah. really funny. And there is some really good stuff like that, you know. Uh, the say even down to the way they walk as well. It's quite cartoonish the way they walk, but, you know, because they've got the flat feet, they're just sort of slapping on the ground yeah. as they walk. And it's, again, that's not how a penguin actually walks, but it's exaggerated enough that it's funny. The beak coming yeah. out into the newt newt. Yeah. That's not a sound a penguin makes, but it's close enough. And the, the beak approximating a trumpet is funny. So there's a lot of that, a lot of that yeah. kind of just at the edges of suspension of disbelief that make it really funny. It's quite cartoonish in that way. Yeah. Um, it's one of them as well, as, as I said, when we talked about the storylines as well, I think it's one of the more cartoonish shows that we've actually looked at. Yeah. Um, we don't, we don't tend to dip our toes into actual cartoons too often. Cartoons in terms of the genre, not in terms yeah. of the, the media. We don't tend to dip into them too often because we tend to go more for the stuff that's got a solid storyline that we can look at. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've found it quite refreshing as well to, to look at it from that standpoint to watch something that is just five minutes of pure like yeah. like i said i'll watch more but like if i don't watch any more for the next two months and then all of a sudden i remember that i haven't missed anything it's not like yeah. i've got anything to catch up on you know yeah, i don't right. remember what happened last episode which i would have to do with say something like jace or ulysses or pokemon i'd have to be like well, where the fuck did i leave it what's happening yeah, where, where are we in the time where are we yeah yeah, yeah. and so there's there's none of that to it yeah um it's it's just a really really nice good time watching this but that sort of those gags as well and that cartoonish style as i say the gags come from that but it's also so much of the movement is very well observed in it as well and it's quite yeah. difficult with claymation i think because again you can't 
you don't have the same level of control as you do with traditional sort of pencil or pen animation, yeah. uh, pen and ink then. Um, but so much of the story is communicated through the movements because remember, there is no language here. Like this, that this made up penguinies, which don't get me wrong, the performances are great. You get, you know, you get when they're angry, you get when they're yeah. sad, but that's about all that gets conveyed. Everything else comes through the motion and the animation. And I think that's a real achievement in claymation as well to get that level of emoting across yeah. to your audience. So, and yes, the, you know, some of it is down to like Pingle stretch himself to be abnormally long because he's surprised or he'll yeah. squish himself down because he's scared or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's that level of exaggeration, but there is also nuance in there as well with their facial expressions. One weird thing, speaking about facial expressions, have you noticed, and I don't think I ever noticed this as a kid, Pingu has a tick. Does he? He, he, he blinks with one eye rapidly. Okay, I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and look at that. I don't know why that is. Like, that's a really weird thing to give to him. Like, well, yeah, because, have... again, the amount of effort that would have to go in to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody's made that choice, but he, he has a tick. Like, he'll just be, you know, talking along normally and newting along, and all of a sudden he'll just give it one of them. Um, really, yeah, that really is, that is, odd. That's that's weird, but also kind of well-observed. Yeah, I it just. Yeah, but, I, but it's it's subtle enough. I hadn't noticed it. I just I saw it once. It's in the credits as well. He does it in the credits. Okay. Um, and yeah, he does it quite a lot. And I, I don't recall there ever being anything said about that. But it just makes you wonder whether again there was someone on the staff that maybe had a child that had some behavioural issues that perhaps we would be more aware of now that weren't yeah. being explored in the nineties and certainly weren't being put on screen. Yeah. Um, but was maybe able to reflect that in. In Pingu, um, you know, as I say, he certainly seems like it, at times he has behavioural issues as well. So it's whether whether there's something there that's been observed. Yeah, look, I'm I'm just shooting I'm just shooting the moon here. This is I have no evidence yeah. for any of this. I'm just this is my interpretation. Nor do I have any actual fucking qualification or experience to talk about this stuff. But <laughs> it certainly seems to me that someone somewhere's trying to say something about quite sort of, possibly about children and, and behavioural issues, because he very definitely has this tick. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll have to go back really and look strange. I, didn't, I didn't spot that. Yeah, it's it's very, very strange. Once you see it, you'll never unsee it. Like, it's it's there a lot. Yeah. So, and, and like I say, it's the effort that's gone into actually animating that. It's not an accident. Yeah, because yeah, they'll have to go in every time they want to do it and change the fucking eye. It's several times, yeah. because it's not like, you know, it's not... It's, fucking hell like i keep forgetting like some of you are on video some of you aren't so i just did a <laughs> wink okay so it's not it's not an exaggerated wink in fact you probably can't see what i did earlier on when i said he had the tick either but anyway it's not a wink it's like a real rapid eye flutter kind of thing um so yeah it's, it's very very strange um it's quite interesting he's, he's the only character that does it as well it's not like this is how penguins blink hmm. you know because because others will blink and some don't blink at all yeah. So yeah, it's very very strange. Um, but anyway, complete sidetrack there. <laughs> I don't know about the show. It, it is. It's not. It's I, not Monster Munch, I grant you. But yeah. No, but then I, I took a detour into behavioural issues and stuff, which I know fuck all about. Um, if anybody does, if anybody does have any background on on that, not behavioural issues specifically, but whether there's anything to that in Pingu, do let us know because I'd be really interested because I I couldn't like once I'd seen it. That was something I was like, why is he doing that? What what are they trying to tell us here? You know, because there's no episode where Pingu goes to see 
like a behavior specialist. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> well, they might be in the new one. I mean, no, they've got in, in some, some of the later ones. Now, um, you've got Pingu's bouncy fun, uh, where they build a trampoline. Pingu finishes the job. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Um, uh, Pingu digs a hole. Well, that's every fucking episode. Pingu gonna, digs yeah. himself a hole every episode. Yeah, I think this is a literal hole. I um, mean, you know, we, we're talking about how they just find five minutes out of nothing. There you go. There's an episode about digging a fucking hole. Oh, I've, I've got a better one than that. This, uh, this is right, right up your uh, up your street. Uh, it's called Pingu's Stick Up. Pingu and Pinga find stickers in their cereal box and start labeling things. Amazing! I, I do not remember that one. That's because... one of the later ones. That's from 2004. Oh my god! Because that's like that would have been my perfect episode. I, look, I told you he was my spirit animal, didn't I? <laughs> like he's even into stickers. See, me and Pingu, I tell you, we're bros for life. We like. <laughs> if, if 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 Pingu was a real penguin, I'd totally adopt him. Like I don't know how I'd keep a penguin, but. I'd work it out. Like he's he's definitely. Oh, Jim Carrey managed it in a film with like fifty of them, so I'm sure you could manage one. Does he have pe- what's that in Ace Ventura? Uh, no, Mr. Popper's Penguins. He probably does have them in Ace Ventura. I don't think I've ever seen Mr. Popper's Penguins. I've seen the trailer. I, a lot. You know, I, I'd forgotten that film even existed till you just mentioned it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen. It. I just saw the trailer a lot. No, but I'm sure um, you could manage one reasonably sized house. I only want one penguin. Fucking hell, yeah. penguins enough of a handful. Can you imagine if you had two penguins running around? Jesus Christ! I've got a Taz. Does that count? I mean, fucking hell. I, I yeah. I, I don't think I could cope with Pingu, but you know, I'd. I guess you put him in the freezer and just. If a freezer's too cold for penguins. Depends on that. Well, cold you set it, I guess. Penguin keepers, let us know what temperature the penguins need to be. Uh, uh, they'd probably tell you not to keep it in the freezer, to be honest. They probably would, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think our climate is suitable for keeping penguins. Plus, Pingu, not real. Um, although I'm sure there are millions of penguins out there in fucking zoos called Pingu. Yeah, I mean, Pingu, there's this, um, a lot of stuff has been um, named Pingu because of it as well, including a virus. What? As a virus, uh, uh, a picorna virus um, found in Gentoo penguins is titled, uh, it's named the Pingu virus. So it's an actual penguin virus as well. Um, so, yeah, it's um, a picorna virus, uh, which is a group of related non-enveloped RNA viruses infected to vertebrates, including mammals and birds. I mean, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So but because it because it was either found or in, in, in fact penguins, they've called it the pingu virus. Fucking hell. Um, OK, that's <laughs> uh, that's quite sad, really. Um, it is. But I mean, there's, there's better stuff as well. So um, there's a, an observatory. Um uh, where is it? It's the Ice Cube Neutrino Observatory um, in the South Pole, which is co- which is named Pingu, which is the Precision Ice Cube Next Generation Upgrade. So they're the facility that they've actually called the facility Pingu, which is quite nice because they use it you, for monitoring penguins. Don't you just love tech abbreviations? They're yeah. amazing, aren't they? They are fucking amazing. Like that's that's a bunch of super intelligent people sat around going, "What well, we're going to call it?" Pingu. Yeah, and, and you know then they had to reverse engineer yes, that name. Like, definitely. It sounds Absolutely. really like, it sounds like Pingu just fell into what it was, but no. No. Some, that, that's, there's more effort going into that than the fucking research they're doing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Some like super brainy people and a load of like the world's best engineers sat around and built this fucking thing. And then when got, they went, I want to call it Pingu. Yeah, how do and we then call they, it Pingu? They spent a good night sat in a bar somewhere going, precision. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's not not precision. Can't be penguin. That's too obvious. And that's how that name came about. I love technical abbreviations. They're fucking amazing, aren't they? Yeah, they are absolutely fucking amazing. Um, so yeah, 
I mean, all of that to say really that Pingu has some genuine cultural impact, I think, as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's properly in there. You know, it, it's, it's, I mean, given that it's, it was one of those, as a kid, I, I, it was on and I didn't, because it was on BBC, I didn't see a lot of it, but I saw it occasionally. Um, oh, yeah, because you watched ITV more, didn't you? Yeah. Um, so I was, no, I was aware of it. I'd seen bits of it. No, I was aware that, you no, know, the, pingu- uh, the, the, the penguin spoke kind of like the Martians in Mars Attacks. No, in as much as no, they new, do, new, don't new, they? New, new, yeah, new, yeah. Bit, bit of, so I was fine with that. I knew about it, and then I didn't really do much else with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those. That's, I mean, I was, I didn't realize there was so much of it. I didn't realize that there were so many series, and there was a spin-off and all the rest of it. I, I, I was aware there was a spin-off. I wasn't aware quite how, how big that was. I mean, that's got that's fucking done two seasons already. Jesus, um, which I'll tell you how many episodes that is now. That's fifty-two episodes. I mean, they're practically oh, a syndication with that, right? Yeah, well, even the like the early scenes of Pingu, though, they they had like loads of episodes per season, didn't they? Yeah, they're so, twenty six per season. Yeah, so it wasn't like, and then so they had the revival in so two thousand and odd, which was another fifty odd. Fuck me, that's there's a lot of Pingu, isn't there? Yeah, there's a real lot of Pingu. Like that's that's. I mean, I I've enjoyed watching this, but that's more Pingu than I think I could ever watch. Yeah. You know, um, which, why did I always see the same fucking ones? <laughs> well, there? that's it, isn't that? That's the question. I mean, I that's that's what I found weird earlier on is that having done some very light reading earlier on, uh, by which I mean I pulled the wiki page up, went, oh, there's 100, 156 episodes, grand, fantastic, ran from this day to that day. But having you no know, seen that and gone, hang on, I've seen this one, I've seen this one, I've seen this one, what the fuck is going on? Of all those episodes, the three I watched initially, I'd yeah. already seen, so what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe I should have jumped further into the middle of the run to start I'm watching. Th- I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do start. because I mean, by the time um, by the time you get to like, no, Pingu does stickers and no, Pingu fists. I really, or, I really you know, need to see Pingu does stickers. Yeah, like that's um, no, Pingu does Dallas will be the next one, I'm sure. But yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, you're you're right. I should have done the same because I, I literally just watched like, the first six. And, yeah. no, and don't get me wrong, I'd imagine they're all the fucking same anyway. No, there's not going to be much deviation. No, here's what's going to happen, okay? Uh, Mum and Dad are going to like be doing some boring, mundane activity with like, Pingu. No, Pingu's going to get bored as fuck. He's going to go and get himself into trouble. And then he's going to end up running away, going back home. And then he's going to get a hug from from mum and that'll be it. That's the episode. That's every episode of Pingu, pretty much. Yeah. Um, in a oh, nutshell. Well. Yeah, I was thinking back to the first one, to the pilot where he goes out with the ball and you know, as kids do, because I'm fucking forever telling them off for it. But he'll take something out to play with it, come back in for no fucking reason whatsoever, then fuck off back out and find out it's always been nicked. Well, don't leave it lying around then. Exactly, because the big boys took it and they were playing with it, and they had a really good game of fucking keep away with it. And then when they lost the ball, they started playing fucking bounce. No, they started bouncing his head. Which I thought was fucking amazing, and then you got the bit, the the nice parallel where the father fixes the ball with two plasters, because obviously that's how you fix a burst ball, and then the mother fixes his head with two plasters in the same pattern. So that was quite nice. Yeah. So so there were some nice touches to that, but again, you know, seeing that no, seeing that thing, where as you said, you no, know, he goes, something goes wrong, he runs in and gets a cuddle from mum because he's you no, know, effectively a big toddler, um, and then all's right with the world again. Yeah, there's something quite. It's something quite reassuring in the structure of a Pingu episode. Like, I know exactly what I'm getting, and it yeah. still manages to make me laugh because that, they, they'll still throw a joke in there that's that I don't and, see coming. And, and that was the thing I felt that I mean, as I said, there's there's some really it's it obviously it's clearly aimed at preschool children, but it really does hit a mark with them. You know, and so, you no, know, you you see this with kids that so that is it's so well observed that you no, know, the the way they behave, 
yes, okay, they're not all fucking raging lunatics. Mm. No, I'm wrong. They are, um, but you know, there's, there's, but no, there is that thing where they they need reassurance, they need affection. They will all try and you know, subvert some sort of rule, and it's just you no know, seeing it. Actually, I was, I was, we, like, we talked when we talked about recess and how well observed the characters were in that, or the main characters anyway. There was some issues yeah. from the side characters, but seeing that and then seeing this, I'm thinking this is probably even more sophisticated than that because they do it all without words. That's but that's they the they thing, show these it? they show pretty much every child that ever was and ever had a younger sibling yeah and how they you know how they feel how they portray that how they deal with the younger sibling and as the younger sibling grows up how they deal with that they, mm. they capture it absolutely brilliantly which yeah, i really the, wasn't expecting yeah the communication um it is phenomenal and of course it makes it and it's probably why it caught on so well culturally like every country in the world as you mentioned like japan um, picked up the Cobra X and every company in the world can access Pingu because there is no language barrier Yeah, because it's just blah, 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 blah. that's all it is so Newt Newt basically if you can understand Newt Newt and you don't even need to understand that he's saying Newt Newt no, because it's, just, it's a sound isn't it it's not a word uh, but it, it can be aggressive it can be happy it can be yep. sad it can be all of those things and that's all communicated through the vocal performance and the animation, but there's no language. Yeah, and um, I guess it's the same with the parents. So even when the parents are speaking, you get intonation, you get the fact it's a raised voice, or it's a calm voice, or mm. it's a fuck off and do as you're told voice, because you no, know, all parents have those. And as children, you will recognise those without needing to hear the words. Yeah. And let's be fair, when my kids hear me say fuck off and do as you're told, they just laugh, mainly because they know I'm not supposed to say fuck. <laughs> but it's... Yeah, you, you're right. It, it, that, there's something that every kid can can recognise in there. But I think it's more than that. I think just cross-generationally as well, like it works to kids on that level. It works to us as adults on the level of looking at how well it's observed, looking at, you know, how good the animation is. And, and also the fact that it's genuinely funny. Like the gags are not funny because they're for kids. The gags are funny because they're funny. They're pitched They're, they're based on right. the situation. Yeah, they're not immature and they're not sophisticated. They're just funny yeah um and, and there's something to be said for that you know that's that's the same with all classic short cartoons really it's why looney yeah. tunes has endured it's why mickey and donald and goofy have endured it's because they're just genuinely funny and they're all in each episode the comedy as you say comes from the situation and this is that um and i feel like it belongs in that camp with them yeah. you know i i think the closest parallel you can draw for something like this, and, and you hit them earlier with, with why kids like in the way kids behave. And when I say parallel, I am not comparing them in quality in any way, but it feels like what I think, and I've never really watched it, so I'm going out on a limb, but it's what I think Peppa Pig wishes it was. Um, Peppa in... Pig wishes she was bacon. Oh, no, hang on. That's <laughs> no, 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 that's, yeah, that's us. Seen it. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, um, um, yeah no, you're right. It's, it's, it's that thing where it's trying to, it's trying to portray this sort of universal experience that everybody has as a child, everybody certainly in, in, in this country has as a child, whereby, you know, I mean, we are in a, a society where kids go to school and adults go to work. We're not in, you no know, adults you know, walk 16 miles to get water and kids get subscripted yeah. into gangs with fucking Kalashnikovs. You know, yeah. we're not in that society, but it's try, it tries to portray that. Um, but it, fa it falls down miserably because, again, the characters are so fucking trite. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, as, as much of a cunt as Pingu is, Peppa Pig just is on a whole fucking other plane I, um, and i think i've never seen it i've only seen clips but i do think part of that comes from and i mean no disrespect to the performers i haven't watched it but part of that with peppa pig certainly comes from the voice because it's grating as all hell 
and, and, and kids of uh, sort of three, four, five year old, that's how they fucking talk all the time. Yeah. Whereas with Pingu, you don't get that because it's just Newt Newt. Yeah. So it's not as annoying. Like, how can Newt Newt be annoying? It's well, it, let's let's find out. Newt Newt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, yeah. Okay. Let's yeah, see how I, long I, you have to listen to Newt Newt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know what you mean. I I know what you mean. Um. And and yeah, you're right. And I think that that's that's very much what Peppa Pig and a lot of other shows aspire to, is that sort of universality of you no, know, we we are portraying your experience. And I know in Australia, for example, there was an episode of Peppa Pig that was banned because it was it was and not because there's anything wrong with it, but it, there was a spider in the bedroom and one of the kids got freaked out and oh, there's nothing wrong with you, it can't hurt you, all the rest of it. Australia, where they have fucking spiders inside the dinner plates that will eat your head, so yeah. they had to, they had to, they, they they refused to broadcast that they they were actually prohibited from broadcasting that because it gives the wrong message to children. Yeah, uh, but apart from that, you know, fucking. Go and jump in puddles. Go and fucking run in front of buses. No, it's all fine because that's what kids do. Um, but that, but that's what they've gone for. But it's uh, and they've tried to be as wholesome as they can. But they've made it. You no, know, they've slightly updated it. So no, no, they're all in cars and you know, it's the same as the Penguin City. They you know it's it's a lot more modern and it's a lot more reflective of where the majority of people live. But it lacks the charm and it lacks the character. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think they're the adults as well. You know, for as annoying as as Peppa Pig is, Daddy Pig should have been fucking drowned at birth. I mean, Daddy Pig should be bacon, you know, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. How does a pig get to live to be that fucking old? Yeah, um, and that fat without being killed. Well, you're going to upset a lot of vegetarians and vegans out there saying that. Um, me, no offense, just fact. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if you had a pig that lived that long and grew that fat, you would have turned it into into chops by now. Yeah, just just fact. That's society. I, I'm not. I'm just giving you facts. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with them. Um, incidentally, I am a meat eater, but I'm not saying I agree or disagree. Just giving you facts. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll qualify as well that I'd never finish my greens. I'm gonna suck a pig through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's just me. Uh, I'm not. I'm not touching that. Um, <laughs> I'm not touching that with a barge pole. I, I did steal that from somewhere else. That's not original. Uh, you, that's just too easy. Uh, that's what the pig said. Uh, <laughs> where the fuck were we before you started talking about blowing pigs? Who <laughs> well, I have no interest in blowing. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. No. Hang on. I nearly said fuck the pig. Way, way, way off topic. Now I wish I never made the comparison. Um, <laughs> no, but you are right. It, it, it is. There have been a lot of shows of that ilk. In the last, well, I mean, I, my experience goes back to 10, 12 years so when my uh, niece and nephews were uh, were little. Um, but yeah, there have been lots of shows in that ilk where they do try and portray that very homely, very, I mean, we talk about with films where, you, you know, you don't have to have a big fucking action film. You can have a film that's seemingly about nothing, but it's about people. Yeah. And this is this kind of feels what Pingu is. That, that's what Pingu feels like it should be as well. It's just a well-observed short film. Yes. Actually, I mean, there's, exactly there's a reasonable argument to compare it to some of the royal family. Um, okay, that was slightly gag heavier, but again, it's not about this situation. It's just about the people. Yeah, I can I, see you, that. I, I can you, see you, that. You can, you can kind of place you know, Pingu and, and the whole family in that sort of environment. And apart from the fact the gags would be shit because you know, having you know, Fat Jim Royal on the sofa going and not understanding a fucking word he says, that's going to ruin the joke. But you get that sort of feel to it where it doesn't have no. It knows it doesn't have. They don't have to be going through space to find fucking you know, infinity stones, or they don't have to be blowing shit up and you know, driving fast cars. They can just be going about their daily life. And for a child, digging a hole is the fucking best thing in the world. 
well yeah exactly it's these kind of these mini adventures that children can go on that are actually incredibly mundane yeah. yeah and and again you know you, you made the comparison to rugrats earlier and it's it's that as well isn't it it's your rugrats and your muppet babies where it's like well we're digging a hole but actually we're digging through to australia or we're digging to you find know? treasure yeah because that's that's what kids do that's kids playing um i think there's also you know going back to the the pepper big comparison and how it's it's lacking that that sort of um that observation and that level of detail and that charm. I, I think part of that as well just comes down to Pingu, I think, is one of the last of an era um, in terms of these kind of short five minute claymation, stop motion animations that we had a fuck ton of yeah. in the 80s and the 90s. Just because as well as having your regular Saturday morning and afternoon programming, there was also a lunchtime slot. And the lunchtime slot was generally for preschoolers and for infant schoolers who were coming home from school for lunch yeah. and then yeah. going back. Um, and or we're doing half days. As a or we're doing half well. days, yeah. So, you know, you were having things like Bagpuss, Fingerbobs, you know, Captain Pugwash, Mr. Ben, Ping, all of this kind of, you know, and, and some of those have got more of a cutout feel to them as well, I'm aware. But it, it's still that kind of stop motion, stop frame animation that had an inherent charm to it. Uh, there, yeah. there is, like I said, there is just something hands on about that style and about that five minute just encapsulated knockabout storytelling that everything together, you know, you mentioned Morph. There's another one there. Yeah. All of that together is just inherently charming. And I, I think Peppa Pig is just more brash and yeah. louder and just misses out on that. And, and that, that seems to be the way, no, the, the way it went. So that's not, that's not, that's not a, a negative indication of, on, on a negative. No, 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 no. It's just no, kind no, of no. the way just, society went and the, and the children's look, programming the, went. Like the nineties happened and everything got extreme. And then, you know, all of a sudden everything was flashy lights and CGI. And, and that's, that's just how things happen. There's no, no one's at fault there. Yeah. Society just moved on. Culture moved on. But I, I feel like Pingu was kind of the last of that ilk. You know, we don't see the likes of Pingu and Moss Chops and Charlie Chalk and things like that yeah. anymore. Oh, they just don't Charlie exist. Chalk. Charlie Chalk's on our list, I think. I'm sure yeah. I added it. Um, in fact, a lot of these shows, if they aren't on the list already, will be getting onto the list um, because these are these are ones that I remember very fondly. Yeah. Um, incidentally, to complete sidetrack, listeners, we've uh, some of you have sent some suggestions in as well. We have those. Um, yeah, just... we, we will get to those. They, yeah, they, yeah. Are, they, they are on the list. We're just making a way to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so don't think we've forgotten about you when I say yeah. I'm putting that on the list. Um, uh, I actually was just pulling up the list to see what, what was coming, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm fairly certain Charlie Chalk's on there. I know I've thrown yeah. him in. Uh, if not, if I haven't written him down for a who wins, I've got him on the list for it as well. But we're talking shop uh, on the show now. Whereas I, I think that is what's missing from Peppa Pig and things as well. I think I think yeah. were it. I mean, how long is an episode of Peppa Pig? Seven minutes, eight minutes. They they do this, again. They do what a lot of them did in the eighties. You'll have two in a two in a batch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so they are shorter then. Okay, so I, I didn't know whether yeah. they were a bit longer. May, so may, I... Maybe no, maybe as as high as ten. I, I yeah. can't remember. Okay, so, Thank, so they are thankfully short. my two grew out of those a while ago. So they are short episodes. So I didn't wonder whether I, I sort of I wondered whether it didn't benefit from that kind of short form storytelling as well in the way that Pingu and yeah, Moss no, Chops and Charlie Chalk and all it, of those it, did. It's, it's quite funny actually that a lot of things now are going back to that sort of that format whereby. It's a 20 minute episode, but actually there are two episodes in it. Oh, there are two stories in it. A lot of stuff. And if you look at a lot of kids stuff on Netflix now, a lot of kids stuff on Prime now, is that that's the way it's going because actually they 
it's very difficult to hold a child's attention for more than about 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I find it amazing. I think I've said this before that number one will not sit down and watch a film because it's too long. She can't concentrate for that long, but she'll sit down and watch two hours worth of fucking Peppa Pig or Paw Patrol or whatever else and yeah. not realize that it's the same. A two hour film and two hours worth of TV are exactly the fucking same length of time. It's but it's, just it's, the, small, it's the idea. Smaller it's the chance, idea of, isn't it? Yeah. It's the idea of sitting there and watching one thing. And I did, yeah. I did it um, yesterday. Um, so we came home, did homework, and then we put Disney Plus on, and she was watching um, Mickey's Road to Races. Mm. And literally, after an hour, I said, can we turn that off and have and eat now? Oh, yeah. I just want to watch one more. Just want to watch one more. And we said, no, she went through and said, that was probably a good hour and a half before she actually came off it. But if I said, I've got a film which is 86 minutes long, should we sit down and watch it? I, can't, I, I won't be able to pay attention for that long. It's crazy, isn't it? it and I, I think it's just that, you know, you see this with adults now as well. You know, everybody's moving more towards TV as a model rather than, than films. Um, it's because you've got that break. Like, and, and very seldom do people take that break because you end up binge watching a TV yeah. show. But should life get in the way... You I'm can at least stop it. Fuck knows what's happening in a kid's life that they've got to stop after two episodes of, like, Mickey's Roads to Racers. But the the theory is there. Like, it's bedtime now. I have to go to bed. Whereas with a film, I don't know. Maybe this is me as well. But if I put a film on, I have to watch it in yeah. one sitting. I cannot stop and start a film. The only time I will ever stop is if I fall asleep. At which point, I'll right, okay, I need to go back and... I need to go back to yeah. where, I, where I dropped it from. But that's, I, never, I mean, that's never, out of I your control. consciously say, right... Tell you what, there's an hour left. I'm halfway through. I'm going to knock it off now. Yeah, I mean, I will. I will plan it. You know, like if it's if it's a two hour film and it's half past nine, I'm like, no, because I'm not going to finish it. And if I do, that's a late night, so I'm not doing it. Like I'm, I'm I, past I st- putting that film on. Like I stupidly did it the other day, and again, way, 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 way off topic. But I, I was talking to a friend um, on on WhatsApp, and she mentioned that Scream Three was 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 starting on channel five or five star or whatever fucking channel it was and we that was one of the first films we saw at the cinema together fucking million years ago and so we were talking while it was on and then talking about the film it didn't mm-hmm. start until 10 to fucking midnight and this was like a tuesday fuck that and by the time we were talking about the fucking jane silent bob cameo yeah and we were talking about this we were talking about that and it's like why did i start the film at 10 to fucking midnight on a school night yeah i'm, I'm way too old for that shit but like... because i started it you had to finish it. I had to finish it. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Even more fucking annoying, I could have watched it on fucking iTunes, where I own it. Anytime you out, like. Cut, but I could also put it on at the start there and cut out 40 minutes worth of fucking ads. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't because we, we were fucking talking about it as we were watching it. And when I went to bed, I, why the fuck am I still up at two o'clock in the morning? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. I Honestly, I couldn't do it. And I, So I think maybe there's that about it with, with kids watching stuff in chunks. I think that's where it comes from. Um, but all of that, again, is a roundabout off-topic way of saying, uh, we've said this on the other shows, like if, if you hear us, if you listen to our other shows and you hear us dissect films at all, for instance, on Better Than Mario, like there is no reason, no reason whatsoever that any film should break the two-hour mark. Most can be done within 90 minutes. 80 is even better. Okay, and I feel like we've got the same thing here. Like most cartoons are 20, 25 minutes and a lot of it, let's be honest, is nonsense. Pengu's a solid five minutes yeah. where it's it's in and out. It gives you your gag. There's no fat in here whatsoever. It never feels like these episodes are being stretched out. They just yeah. they give everything you need. Get, set up the characters, set up the gag. They hit you with the gag and then Asta, they're gone. Yeah. And you're on to the next one. Um, we need more TV like Pingu, frankly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there was only one penguin. I, I have seen this one many moons ago, but I didn't watch it today. Um, there is actually a one-off 25-minute episode. I don't think I've seen that. It's called Penguin at the Wedding Party. Um, it was produced in 1997. Um, and it introduced a family of green penguins. Green penguins? Yeah. As in environmentally conscious? or I don't know. It just says green. I, can't, I know I've seen it. I can't fucking remember it. Um, Martian okay. penguins? Maybe. Well, no, it was the 90s. They were probably like fucking you know, toxic waste infected. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was the 90s. About, it was all about the environment in the 90s. Yeah, yeah like I, I said, environmentally conscious. Yeah, I'm trying to find out. Yeah, no, I can't see why they... I can't, I'll have to watch it. I can't, I can't see why they're green. I've never seen it. Um, but Penguin at a wedding party sounds like all kinds of fun. Just fucking... It's, again, kids at a fucking wedding, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah there's a reason why they were in your mind. Yeah, running around kicking the shit out of each other, drinking all the punch. Just, yeah. Yeah. Slide, running around sliding on the knees. Get oh, my fucking way. Got yeah, you've got to. Like it's, it's yeah. It's compulsory. Oh, there, there, there was a reason um why um why I seated my one of our larger friends at the door at my wedding. Because there, 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 there was there was a threat of somebody bringing bringing kids because they weren't able to get a babysitter. Yeah, no, kids have no place at weddings. No. He's like, absolutely not. So, Pingu at the wedding party, I'm up for. Um, I'm going to track that one down. I, I reckon that'll Again, be hilarious. It's, it's, it's probably on Prime. It's probably there. Oh, it's bad to be. They're, they're fucking, they are all on Prime, as far as I can tell. They're also all on YouTube, um, legally yeah, and there's free. Yeah, a channel from, yeah. So, you know, there is no excuse for, for you guys out there not to go and watch some of this yeah, game. Yeah, as I said, um, this, you, can, you can watch one of these while you're having a shit. You could have watched a fuck ton of them in the time you've been listening to us talk bollocks about Absolutely. Monster Munch. Probably, you could have probably watched about 15 by now. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be frank, they're probably more entertaining than us talking about crisps and biscuits, but thank oh. you for listening to us anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're this far in, you might as well stay to the end now. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I, I think we're pretty much wrapping up, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I, I think with, like I said, I've only watched an hour of this, and I had... I was confident I could talk about Pingle without yeah. having to watch anymore. That's kind of why it fit for this week as well. Um, but I'm glad I have watched it because I think my memory of it was pretty solid. I, I definitely remembered like who Pingu was and the fact that it was five minute skits and stuff like that. But what came out of it in the immediate rewatch that I've got here was just how fucking good it is and how much is how much heart and care and attention has gone to this, how solid it is, yeah. how, how tight each episode is as well. You know, as I said, it, they do just give you the setup, run with it. Here's your gag, and off we go. Game yeah. over. We're done. Here's the next one. Um, incidentally, on Amazon, they chopped up into like two episode chunks, so they're like ten minutes a clip. It's perfect. Two stories inside of ten minutes. Like you said, yeah. you can watch them on the shitter, um, and wonder why Pingu has a shitter in his own house. If yeah. you want to, you can feel sin. You can role play Pingu while you're on the bog. <laughs> there you go. What more do you need? <laughs> What more do you need, honestly? Um, go and watch it, listeners. Yeah, like, give it a look. Go and, go and give it another look. Like, if you, if you, I, I'm sure you have seen Pingu already. I don't think there's many people out there who've never seen Pingu. Yeah, um, so. but it, but if you listen to us to somebody that hasn't, go and give it a look because it's it's joyous. Um, so please do. And if and if you have fond memories of it, it it pretty much is exactly what you remember, but probably better quality than you remember. Like even the fact that they're really old. Yeah. Like, don't forget, these are 20 odd years old now. They do not look it. You know, I don't know oh, whether yeah. Amazon have stepped them or what, but what? 30 years old. 30 years old. I have no concept of time. I'm an old man. <laughs> that is true, you are, yeah. Time stopped in the mid 90s. Like, <laughs> anything after that, it's fine. Like, the mid 90s was fucking 15 years ago at most. 
and it, like I will have no more of it. Like that is that's just yeah. it. Time stopped for me. I, I I referred to something a couple of weeks ago um, as being the other day, and it was when we were in film school. Jesus Christ! Yeah, about which was sixteen years ago. Yeah, I was going to say about fifteen years ago. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, time stopped. You see, uh, so yeah, it's it's nearly thirty years old then. Um, doesn't fucking look it at all. No, it absolutely does not look it. It looks like it could have been made yesterday. To be yeah. honest, it's, um, it is very it is very clear. I, I don't know whether Amazon have had it touched up or whether whoever owns it has had it touched up, but it no, it looks absolutely pristine. Yeah, it, it really, really does. Um, go, yeah, go and go and give it a look. Uh, stop listening to us talk bollocks about like old snack foods and kids at weddings. Um, it's it's brilliant. It's, it's genuinely brilliant. Um, I know as you say it, it did your boxing trying to watch more than three episodes. Uh, I I had a complete opposite reaction. I could have like if you hadn't called, I, I like and again I, I said to Mark before we started tonight, like I'm watching Pingu. Just call me when you're ready. Yeah. And like if you hadn't called, I'd have sat here all night watching and Pingu. To be fair, as I, I I texted you after three, saying my fucking brain had melted, and then proceeded to watch another three immediately after. There you go. You see, it was like I, it was like my food food's almost ready. I'll watch a couple, and I text you. They're like, I have my food, and as soon as my food is finished, like right, I'm watch Pingu now. Yeah. And it was quite I, funny because I, I said, um, we so the kids were watching TV and um, Tori said, oh, should, no, should we, while they're watching fucking Mickey Mouse, or it was, should we do, no, should we do something, you know, growing up, like have a conversation? Said, well, we can, but I was going to watch Pingu. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those that any other, if I said that any other day of the week, she'd have laughed and not known if I was serious. Yeah. But she knew I was deadly serious <laughs> because I, I was, I'd been watching it. I'm going to watch more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you can't give any higher praise than that, can you? you? You could spend time with your wife or watch Pingu. That's so you fair. We've been Pingu. in each other's pockets for the last fucking fourteen months. You want me to leave the house? Yeah, but it's also one of those things where it's like, like if if I say no, I don't want to spend time with you or watch Pingu. That's possibly going to land you in trouble, and you still took the gamble. So you know, <laughs> yeah, it paid off this time. Yeah, so that's that's pretty high fucking praise. Um, yeah, go and watch some yeah. Pingu. It's. It's brilliant. We talked a couple of weeks ago when we were doing Cow and Chicken as well. We talked about kind of hangover TV and how we were both sort of coming to that with a, with a sore head from the night yeah. before. And I just feel like Pink would be great for that as well. Like I just, yeah, just sticking on and just... I likened it earlier to Mars Attacks in terms of the language, but it's that sort of thing where like, you, because you don't understand a fucking word that's being said anyway... Yeah, it just it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. No, you, you just pick it off from what's on screen. I mean, I, uh, I can't remember if it was you I did this with or somebody else, but I remember being absolutely bollocks on a Saturday or Sunday morning, having been out the night before, sticking Mars Attacks on, and on the DVD, they've actually got it all dubbed in Martian with English Martian. subtitles. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's the most fucking surreal thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But that's that's what this feels like. Yeah. It just it feels does. like it's missing subtitles. Yeah, I mean, you, you could literally watch it with the sound off, and I don't think you'd lose anything. I, I no. think the animation is that good. You can get everything with the animation. The sound is funny. It adds colour. Um, yeah, but but I think you, can get, information. you can get everything you need from the animation. Um, it, this is just fucking top tier stuff. Uh, it, it really is. Yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. I've got to be honest. As I, I, as I had memories of it, didn't really know that much about. It. I've not seen it in fucking donkey's years. Mm. Um, apart from like, picking up the odd episode here and there, and I so said there's one I saw a couple of well, a year or so ago, which I then saw again today. Um, but I was really pleasantly surprised at how well this holds up and I say how easy it was in in holding my attention. Yeah, oh definitely. Um as I say I I would still be there watching it now had you not called me. So 
I don't know what else I've got to say about it. It's it's fucking wonderful. Um, absolutely wonderful. I'm really glad that I mean it's been on the list for a while and we just haven't got yeah. around to doing it. I'm really glad we decided to get around to it and I'm really glad I watched it. I managed to get an hour of it in tonight. I really wish I'd been watching it last week as well now. Yeah. Um You've done the other by now. Yeah, and, and I will watch more. I will definitely go back and watch more. Yeah, I mean, by all means, we, we always love hearing people's recollections of shows. If you do remember Pingu, if you do remember it fondly, or if you did think he was an absolute cunt, let us know either way. Um, actually, I think I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think you've really enjoyed it and feel he was a cunt anyway. I, you... I think so. We we do, um, yeah. And, you know, also let us know what your favourite snacks were. What, what is, absolutely. What is yeah. the best? However, if, if you do say Vanilla Monster much, feel free to not listen to us again because they were fucking rank. I can't remember. I know they had them. I can't remember what they tasted like. Um, they they tasted like uh, vanilla uh, Coke Zero, which is just I, fucking wrong. I like vanilla Coke Zero. Oh, it's fucking wrong. So, in fact, it's one of my favorites. So, but then I like all the weird flavors of Pepsi Max that they. That is true. Well, I like the so. pumpkin one, didn't you? Yeah, 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 all the time. I, I buy cinnamon Coke at Christmas still as well. I like Cin- weird. There's nothing wrong things. with cinnamon Coke. Cinnamon Coke is good. Yeah. But yeah, I like all the weird Pepsi Maxes and stuff as well. So I guess maybe I would have liked Vanilla Monster Mush. I certainly would have tried them. I must have tried them and just can't remember them, which suggests yeah, they were very nice. I thought so. they were rank, but you know, that's maybe just me. Um, anyway. The fuck we, st- yeah. look, we started with Monster Munch, we'll end with Monster Munch. Like, so that's how my life is going to go. I'll have a choke <laughs> on it to give me a fucking heart attack. <laughs> that, that's going to be me. It'll be a heart attack or I'll choke on the fucking things. Either way, that's how I'm going. That's definitely how you're being eulogised now. He liked Monster Munch a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here, here lies Mark. He liked Monster Munch. It didn't like him. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah, as as I was trying to say before, I just lost my fucking mind. Um, yeah, whatever your thoughts or your memories are, please let us know. Reach out, as always, um, usual channels uh, on Twitter, at Pods on Facebook and YouTube with the Double Down Podcast Network. Uh, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can get our previous episodes and also uh, episodes of other shows. Wherever you get your podcasts from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Amazon Music, Google Play. Like, share, subscribe, leave some messages, we can back to you as best we can. But until next time. See you later.